Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Power of prayer. Come on in on every platform at 7 o'clock mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. Let's get it. Let's go. I see some of y'all are already in here. Southwest Denver over on YouTube. Welcome. Duval, Jacksonville, Florida over there on YouTube. Welcome. Come on in. TikTok, tap that screen and share. Come on in. IG, use the triangle at the bottom to share. Don't send it to me. Send it to somebody that's not me so that they are able to come on and join us tonight. We gather together every single Monday night to pray uh, for one hour. Where do we get the hour from? Jesus in his most defining moment, he says to Peter, James, and John, he says to those three, could you not pray with me for one hour? Which means that there's an hour of power. Release that in the comments. This is an hour of power. Number two, for most people, this is the longest period of time that you will spend in prayer consecutively. So I want to encourage you to make it matter. Lock the time in on your calendar, set it aside, put your phone on, do not disturb, do whatever you need to do to lock in for this hour. Why? Because we are going to see great results in this hour. And number three, why don't you call it command your day, command your week? It's a spiritual principle of prayer. We're getting a hold of the day before it gets a hold of us. We're getting a hold of the week before it gets a hold of us. Why do we do that? Because the scripture says in several places that this is the principle of prayer. Bishop, most people do it in the morning. Why do you do it in the evening? Really simple. In the Bible, in Genesis, the scripture teaches us that a day begins the night before. If you read your Bible, it'll say in the evening and the morning were the first day, which means biblically speaking, a new day begins the evening prior. That's a revelation that while it looks like it's the old, the new has already begun. While it is dark, the new has already begun. That's the revelation for somebody right there. Your new has already started, even though it looks dark in your life. Whoever that just blessed, type a yes, Lord, in the comments. Number three, or number four, I should say, we call it command your day, command your week, because that's the principle of prayer. It says your video keeps freezing or crashing. That might just be you. Is anybody else experiencing that over there on IG? Because that might just be you. If anybody else is experiencing that, let me know, but that might just be you. You might want to go out and come back in or jump on one of the other platforms. In addition to that, in, in Job, we see this principle of prayer. Job uh, is mad. Uh, Job is mad. He is angry. He is frustrated with what's going on in his life. And God rebukes him in Job 38 and 12. And he makes this statement to him. He tells him in Job 38 and 12, he says, Good. So I think that just may have been you that had the issue over there on IG. No freezers for me. I think that just might be whoever that was that had the issue on IG. Come out, come back in, and you should be good. All right. Uh, but what's the, what's the significance of that, uh, Tanisha? Here's the significance is that while Job was frustrated and angry, God basically checks him and says, well, have you commanded today and caused the dawn to know its place? It's double meaning. Number one, he's checking Job like, Job, how are you going to come at me? He's like, I am God. How are you going to come at me like you're going to check me? Who going to check me, boo? 
But then the second point is he's saying, Joe, you're mad about what you have the power to change. You're angry and frustrated about what you have the power to change. So we don't have to be mad about anything because we can use our mouth to change it. But those of you that are frustrated about some stuff happening in your life, even right now, just say, I release my anger. I release my anger. Why? Because we have the power to change whatever's happening in our lives with prayer. Prayer is powerful. Prayer is our ability to go above everybody's head and go directly to God. Prayer is your ability to go directly to the creator of the universe, not just the earth, not just mankind, but of the creator of the universe and deal directly with God, which means I'm not getting in no street fight with no human, but I can go to God. I'm not going to no back and forth with no human. When I can go to God for some of you, you ready? You have to let go of bitterness and anger and frustration because you've been fighting too low. We have the ability to go above everybody's head and go directly to God. Can you put that in the comments? I have the direct connect. Let's pause right here. Who remembers the old school phones? Um, the Nextel phones. Wait for me if you remember those Nextel phones. Nextel uh, used to have these phones and they were these two way phones like little walkie talkies. And you uh, click it on the side, click it, and it can walkie-talkie to somebody. Um, it was the direct connect. It's the same principle in prayer. We have the direct connect. So I'm not going back and forth with no human. I'm not fighting and getting upset with a human. I'm not fighting and getting upset with a company. I'm not fighting and getting upset. That's too low of a fight. You are, watch me, you were not created for street fights. You were created for championship matches. Who am I talking to? We only five minutes in and I came out swinging. You and I were created for championship matches. We were created for Goliaths, not the Foot Clan. That's a um, that, that's a throw to the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those are the little soldiers, the little uh, the little warriors that came, the little you know soldiers that came out to fight. Uh, we, we were created. Let's go, Power Rangers. We were created uh, for the big monster, not for uh, the Putty Patrol. All right. Now, we were created for championship matches. I ain't going back and forth with you. I go above your head. I'll go to God about you. Y'all ready? Let's go in. Let's go in. Father, we bless you and we honor you for this privilege that we have to pray. We get to go above everybody else. We have the direct connect with you, Lord, to be able to go to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the great I am, not just the creator of the earth, but the creator of the universe. We get to go directly to you to make our requests known. We can boldly approach the throne of grace and make our requests known to you. So we thank you for your love. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your forgiveness tonight. Before we ask you for anything, we ask that you forgive us for all of our sin. That committed knowingly and unknowingly. What is sin? Sin means to miss the mark or to make a mistake. We ask that you forgive us for that tonight. Number two, God, we ask that you forgive us for our transgression. This is where we have willfully deviated, God, from what we knew to be right. Forgive us tonight. In the name of Jesus. And thirdly, Father, we ask that you forgive us for all of our iniquity. This is generational sin that has been passed down and around. These were the generational curses we were supposed to break, but instead we participated and per perpetuated. But today... We get all three of those categories of sin covered under your blood. What does that mean? 2,000 years ago, when you hung on Calvary on a hill called Golgotha, which literally means the place where Adam's bones were laid, when you hung on that cross and you shed your blood, not only did you shed your blood on that cross, you shed your blood in seven places. And the Bible teaches us that the blood 
is an instrument of redemption. If it's freezing, it's probably on your end, not mine. But it's an instrument of redemption. And so, Father, we thank you that as you, uh, your blood is an instrument of redemption, any place where your blood was shed, this is a place where you have purchased something for us. And for that, we say thank you, which means that you have purchased our sins. You have paid them off. The wages of sin is death. You have paid the price. You have paid the price. This is why Christians sleep. We don't die. Why? Because you have paid the price. The wages of sin is death. So our sins are completely covered. Our sins are completely blotted out. You, the, the blood of Jesus is the only thing that goes on red, but it makes something whiter than snow. Sin, the songwriter said, said has left a crimson stain, but you have washed them whiter than snow. When we stand before you tonight in prayer, we don't stand before you tonight as sinners. We don't stand before you tonight as mistakes. We don't stand before you tonight as iniquitous. We don't stand before you tonight as transgressors. We stand before you tonight, according to Romans, as the righteousness of God. You have imputed your righteousness for us. This means that everything that you are, we are. We simply accept you. And in accepting you, your righteousness is imputed to us. And for that, we say thank you. We bless you for it now in the name of Jesus. That's Romans 3 and 21. So tonight, this means we are bold as we approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy in our time of need and favor. Type bold in the comments. We will not shrink back on what we ask you for. We will not water down what we ask you for. We will not put in a box what we ask you for because we think, well, we've been good enough to ask you for, or maybe we've not been good enough to ask you for. What we ask you for tonight is not based on our merits. It is based on your sacrifice. Y'all pray with me. What we pray for tonight, it is not based on all of the things that we have done right. It is based on what you have done right. So we will be bold tonight in the name of Jesus. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody, drop an amen right there. Whatever platform you're on, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. Uh, listen, I want to encourage you to get our app if you don't have it. Text the word HARVEST to 55498 to get our app. That's the best way to stay connected to all things Bishop Foreman, to all things Harvest. Can I get somebody to type that over here? Somebody to type that over here so I can pin it on TikTok and IG. For those of you on Facebook, YouTube, our app website, all of that, Twitch and Twitter, all of that is at the bottom of the, uh, all of that is at the bottom of the, uh, uh, the uh, screen there. All right. So listen, uh, tonight I heard the loud and clear. I want to teach you this. And for those of you that have been praying with me for a while, I've said this before, but I want to say it again. Redundancy is the teacher's best friend. So sometimes as you repeat things, um, that's when actually people retain things. Let that be a lesson for every parent. Let that be a lesson for every boss. Let that be a lesson for every leader. That anything you won't retain, you have to repeat. Who did that just help right there? Let this be a lesson. You ready? Even for people you're in relationship with. Um, if you don't teach people how to love you, they will give you what they think you want instead of what you need. Let me back that time up. If you don't teach people how to love you, they will give you what you want or what they want instead of what you need, because it will be according to what their perception of love is. So anything that you want repeated, you have to, or excuse me, that you want uh, retained, you have to repeat. So for every leader, you're going to have to repeat. For every parent, you're going to have to repeat. For every business owner, entrepreneur, you're going to have to repeat what you want retained. All right, let's go. So in this I always pray about what we pray about. 
Never just go into prayer, Erica. Never just go into prayer, Matsui. I hope I pronounced that right. Never just go into prayer and just saying, I don't know, I'm just going to say some stuff. Mm -mm. You ask the Lord, what should I pray about? Here's why. Prayer is our way to adjudicate in the spirit. A-D-J-U-D-I-C-A-T-E. Adjudicate. To adjudicate is a legal terminology. God, if you read your Bible, heaven is referred to as a court. God is the judge, and he is also, you ready? He is also our counselor, which, which is a legal term for our attorney. So God is both the judge and he is our attorney. The scripture says that there is a jury that is this great cloud of witnesses that is present. Um, and we also have a prosecuting attorney. Ready? In Revelation 12, the scripture says that uh, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. That means celestial prosecutor. So heaven is set up, you ready, like a courtroom, all right? So when we pray, this is our way to adjudicate in the spirit, which means, the script. this is why the scripture says things in Isaiah, like state your case uh, before the Lord, which means whenever we pray, we have to go, that's Isaiah 41, 21, uh, in one place or several places, you state your case before the Lord, which means I don't just go before the Lord with my petition. I have to go before the Lord with my petition as well as his word. Because if you were going into a courtroom, you can't just go in a courtroom and say, I don't like the way so-and-so did me. You have to have law. You have to have statute. This is why God's word is referred to as law and statutes. You have to have the law. You have to have statutes that present the reason for your case, which means you can't just go and say, this is what I want, and I just feel like this is what I'm supposed to have. Let me help some of you understand why your prayers aren't working. They're not working because you're not working them. You're not presenting a case. You're telling God what you feel instead of reminding him of what he said. Come on here, y'all. And I need you in this second half. I need your prayers to be effective. The Bible says that the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous, they avail much. What does effective mean? That it's strategic. So I present my, watch me, I present my petition, but I also present his word attached to my petition to justify what I'm asking for. I'm gonna back it up and say it again. And when you get it, say, I got it, Bishop. When we pray, I present my petition, but I also have to present my case. I have to attach Bible. I have to attach scripture to what it is that I am asking for. You cannot just go, Father, I just feel like it wasn't right how Darlene and Shirley them did me. And I just, Lord, I just went, that don't move him. But when you go before the Lord and said, Lord, according to your word in Deuteronomy 32, you said that vengeance and recompense are yours. Therefore, God, I make a petition that based on what Darlene and Shirley have been doing to me, that you would get vengeance, which means, God, you handle Darlene and Shirley. Listen, who's Darlene and Shirley? They're just fictional characters. That you handle Darlene and Shirley, God, that you would deal with them. You would get vengeance on them, God. I will not clap back because I want you to. I'm not going to cuss them out because I want you to. I'm not going to get in their face because I want you to do it. But then, God, I ask that you would give me recompense. Pay me back for everything that Darlene and Shirley have done to me. Pay me back the money they owe me. Pay me back the, the self-esteem they owe me. Pay me back the time they owe me. Everything that was taken, I pray that you return it. And according to your word, in Proverbs 6 and 31, anytime something is stolen, then I get it back sevenfold return, which means I don't just want what they took, what they wasted. I want sevenfold in Jesus' name. Did y'all see the example of how I just prayed that? 
If you got it, say, I got it, Bishop. If you got it, say, I got it. This is how we pray. We adjudicate in the spirit. We adjudicate in the spirit. And for many people, you've been frustrated because you've not been praying like that. You just, Father, I just, you know, I'm just feeling like I'm going through a lot, God, and I just feel like you should really do something. And heaven is like, you ain't saying nothing because you did not state your case. What is the reason for you coming before the court? What is the reason for you making a request for a remedy? What is the reason for you coming before the court of heaven? God is the judge, you ready? But he is also our counselor, which means he's our defense attorney. So anytime the enemy tries to accuse you and say, well, you shouldn't deserve, you don't deserve this, and you screwed up last week, and you messed up, and you acted a fool with this, and you didn't do right by this, the Lord gets up and he pleads and he says, wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. We plead the blood, which means everything that you would try to use against my client, who happens to be my son and my daughter, anything you would try to use against them, watch me, I've already paid for it. And guess what they have in court already? It's called double jeopardy. Y'all better talk to me in these comments tonight, which means you cannot try them again for the same crime. And since I've already paid the price for what they did, you can't put them on trial again. Therefore, tonight, God, in Jesus' name, I pray that we have no guilt. I pray that we have no condemnation. I pray that we have no shame. I pray that the enemy not keep us locked up in a place of thinking that we don't deserve because of what we've done or we don't deserve because of the mistakes or the failures that we've made when you have already paid the price. And therefore, according to the rules of the court, and the law, Father, we cannot be tried for the same thing twice, which means we can be bold. Why? Because we are not being held back by our failures, by our mistakes, by our issues, by our vicissitudes, by our junk, or by our drama. So tonight, God, I pray that, and especially not just tonight, but in this second half, let our prayers be at a whole nother level. Type, type WNL on the comments. I know it's going to be WAL, but it's another level, not another level, a whole nother level. Let our prayers be on a whole nother level. Let us ask you for things we thought we never a dream of having. Let us believe you for things that we thought would never happen in our lifetime. We serve a big God, which means the level of our prayers should match the level of our God. Forgive us for wearying you, Lord, with low prayers. Forgive us for wearying you, Lord, with things we could do ourselves. And But we decline and we declare that tonight we are going to be bold as we approach the throne of grace tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody type yes, Lord, right there. Okay, so did you see what I just showed you? If you missed it or you came in late, you got to go back and see what I just said about how to pray. Many people get frustrated with prayer, and the reason they get frustrated, like, it don't work, it don't work. It don't, it don't work the way you're doing it, because you're telling him how you feel. You're telling him you're telling him that you think it should be this, and you think it should be that, and that's not what he said to do. He said, state your case before me. Bring me your petition, but you better bring some Bible to back up your petition. Bring me what you're asking me for, but what's the scripture that you're attaching to what you're asking for? For those of you that follow me on social media, which I would imagine is most everybody, whenever you see my videos, you'll notice I don't just start talking and this is about to happen and Lord going to do this and Lord going to do that. I don't just start talking. What do I always give you? Can somebody put it in the comments? I give you scripture. I give you Bible. Every time you see one of my videos, you're going to get a verse in the, in the quotation. 
Every time you hear me say something, you're not just going to get Bishop Coleman's opinion. I'm going to give you Bible. Why? Because watch me. Heaven and earth will pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away. But the Bible says, but not one jot or tittle. That's Matthew 24, 35. Not one jot, not one stroke of the pen is going to pass away, which means his word will stand forever. So that means his word was standing before us. His word will be standing after us. So watch me. When you pray, you have to attach scripture and you got to pray about what to pray about. So I said, Lord, what are we going to pray about tonight? And he said, I want you to go to Genesis 22 because I want you to pray. Come on here, Ray. He said, Bishop God receives every time. You're never going to watch me do. Uh, let me not say never. I don't like the word never. It's going to be unlikely that you're going to see me say something and I don't have Bible to back up what I'm saying. Um, and we got a lot of people talking, but not a lot of people talking Bible. Not a lot of talk people talking scripture. Just because you felt something don't mean nothing. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Genesis 22. This is what he said he wants us to pray about tonight for the first part of prayer. And then towards the last part, we're going to shift into a few things. I'm going to pray uh, towards the last part of prayer. We're going to pray for business owners, entrepreneurs. I'm going to pray for your additional streams of income. So we're going to do that towards the end of prayer. Wave at me if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur or you have more than one stream of income. Wave at me wherever you're at, whatever platform you're at. If you say, Bishop, I don't have one, then part of what we need to pray for you tonight is that you have one. Where do you get this from in the scripture, Bishop? Several places, but let me give you one place that's really, really clean and clear. In Genesis, the Bible says that there was one river um, that, had, that broke into four river heads, uh, which means there, were, there was one river uh, that had four different streams that began to feed it. This is Genesis chapter 2. Um, they're referred to as the four rivers of paradise. Um, Peshan, Gihon, Hadekel, uh, and the Tigris and Euphrates. But but in all of that, hear me, um, Those that represents the streams or the flows. Because if you read your Bible, the Bible says that, that, that water, it brought gold, it brought onyx, it brought precious metals. Which means those rivers were really rivers of resources. They were rivers of income. They were rivers that brought profitability and prosperity, which means all Adam had to do was tend his garden because his rivers brought him his flow. All right, so that we're gonna do that at the last part of prayer today, but to start prayer today, uh, we're gonna go from Genesis chapter 22, but everybody, you gotta have multiple streams. I don't care if your primary stream I don't care if your primary stream um, is amazing and does great. That's fantastic. Um, but there's a biblical principle and model that you have to have multiple streams. I could go through person by person and show you Abraham. He had various types of livestock that brought him various streams. For example, if he had sheep, he had the he had their uh, 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 their the wool, so that's clothing. He has the milk, so that's that's uh, that's food. You got it. That milk can then be turned into cheese. So now we have two types of food. Are you listening? Then the sheep can be slaughtered. So now that's meat. So we got meat, we got cheese, we got clothing. Are you catching the principle here? From one thing. See, there's one you, but this one you can produce several different things. Matter of fact, let's go there first. How about that? Let's go there first. And then we go go to Genesis 22. Father, I pray for every business owner. If you're a business owner or you're an entrepreneur, you have a side hustle or hustle, put the name of it in the comments. Wherever you got, put the name of it in the comments. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for every single person tonight, every single entrepreneur, every single business owner, every single side hustle. And I pray 
Father, that your word, you said you delight in the prosperity of your servant. Prosperity there is more than just uh, more than just money. It is the word shalom. That's Psalm 35, 27. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. So I speak prosperity over every single over every single business, over every single side hustle, over every single entrepreneurial endeavor. And I pray, God, that out of one us, there flow multiple rivers. That's Genesis chapter two. There is one us, but there will be multiple flows, multiple streams of income multiple streams of revenue in Jesus' name. And I pray that, God, you give us divine instruction. Peter was a fisherman, and you gave him divine instructions. The Bible says that they had been fishing all night and caught nothing. He's a fisherman, which means one of his flows was not working. It was not producing. But you give him a divine instruction. You say, take your boat, go into the deep. And when you throw your net out, throw your net out over here. Throw it out at a, a different time and throw it out in a different place and you will get a different result. Therefore, I pray you give us divine instructions, God, so that our endeavors would produce for us while we're sleeping. Let money come to us while we're sleeping. Let favor and prosperity come to us while we're sleeping. God, we do not pray this because we are those that chase cash, cars, and clothes. Are you kidding me? Are you ridiculous? No. We are those that recognize Genesis 12. We are blessed to be a blessing, which means the more blessed we are, the more we can bless. The more that we can have, the more that we can do. We are rivers, not reservoirs. A reservoir gets and it stores up, but nothing ever exits, nothing ever leaves. We are not reservoirs. We are rivers, which means, God, you can get things through us because, and you can get things to us. You can trust us with a blessing. You can trust us with six figures, seven figures, eight figures. We speak MBT, millions, billions, trillions. Drop that in the comments, MBT. God, you are the God that makes it very clear in your word. You says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow. That is Proverbs 10, 22. That means there is no lack. We declare that we would not lack in any area related to our finances, that we would not lack in any area related to our businesses, not just in income or revenue or, 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 or a profitability, but God, even in personnel. Father, we pray that you make us profitable in a way we've never been in this second half. Let our profit margins exceed what the normal are for that particular industry, for that particular uh, realm or that niche. And God, we pray that not only will we be profitable, drop that in the comments, say I'm profitable, but we pray God that you would send us the right personnel. God, it takes people in order to produce industry. It takes people in order to produce products. It takes people in order to produce, uh, uh, even if it's e-commerce, people have to be involved. So we ask you, God, for the right personnel. Give us people that add to us and don't just take from us. Give us people that want to help us build. Send us builders. Your word says that there were people who gave David great support. There were people that gave David great and strong support in building the kingdom. That's First Chronicles 11 and 10. Father, we pray for those type of people to be added to us in this second half. Not just the second half, God. We make, it, we make it more claim. We say this month. Drop that in the comments. This month. Not only are we profitable, but we have the right personnel. We have the right people, God, so that we have strong support, so that we have everything we need by way of employees, by way of staff, by way of support, by way 
of, uh, of even the logistics, by way of fulfillment, by way of customers, by way of clients. Everything that we need, we pray, God, that we would have. We are profitable, we have the right personnel, and we have the right product. Come on, y'all pray with me. Whatever the right product is, let us offer that. Do not let us be married uh, to a process. Let us be married to an end result, which means we may have to change the product. Come on here. We may have to change how we deliver the product. But Father, what we do know is that you will make us profitable. What we do know is that you will make us profitable. Father, we pray that we have the right product. Come on, y'all put right product in the comments. Do me a favor, share whatever platform you're on. We pray that we have the right product, God, that we are offering exactly what the customer, what the client, whatever it is, what they need, God. James Brown said, give the people what they want. <laughs> Father, we pray that we would answer the problem that needs to be answered, that we're not doing something just because we think it's cool. We're not doing something just because we like it. We're not doing something just because we believe in it. We're doing it because it is the right product. It is the right product. It is the right product. And for that, we say thank you. We are profitable. We have the right personnel. We have the right product. Now, finally, God, make sure we have the right processes. Make sure we have the right systems. Make sure that we have the right structure. Make sure now that we have the right hierarchy of flow chart. Make sure that we don't have too many levels. Make sure that we don't make it too difficult for people to do business with us. Come on, y'all. Y'all better pray with me. Make it gone so that our processes are correct. Make the website work right. Make our apps work right so that the end user experience is effective, so that the end user experience is something that they enjoy doing, so that they go tell other people about it and bring other people to us. Let them be like the scripture says, where the woman says, she said, I have met a man, come see a man, John 4, 29. She says, come see a man which told me things I've not seen of, which means after her experience with Jesus, she went and told other people, you gotta come see this. Y'all, what's that uh, uh, social media thing? Y'all better come get one of these, get you one of these chicken salads. Let other people say, you better come get you whatever it is that we offer. You gotta come hear this person. You gotta come see this person. You gotta come get this product. You have to come participate in this. In the name of Jesus, we are profitable, we have the right processes, we have the right personnel, and we have the right product now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Now, God, I pray that in this second half, last thing, I pray that you give us pecuniary ability. Pecuniary ability is the influence that comes with wealth and the influence that comes with riches. It is uh, being treated differently because of uh, a certain status. I pray that in this second half, our status would upgrade. Pecuniary, P-E-C-U-N-I-A-R-Y. Come on, that's the word, y'all. But let's just keep it simple. Say my status is upgrading. I pray that in this second half, God, our status increase, our influence increase, our pecuniary ability increase. God, that we are handled as those that have way more than we do. And we are handled as those that are at a different status. That we are handled as those that are at a different level. And we are handled as those that have a different level of accoutrement that is required and that must be delivered. And for that, we say thank you. Come on, put my statuses upgrading in the comments. Your status is upgrading. I pray connected to your status, our credit would be impeccable in this second half. I pray that debts would be canceled in this second half. I pray that deals would be cut and made for us in this second half, God, that people would not charge us what they charge everybody else. 
that they would not request and require of us what they request of everybody else. I declare that deals are attracted to us. I declare that discounts are attracted to us. I declare that reduced prices are attracted to us. I declare that our favor hollers and screams in this second half. Our favor hollers and screams in this second half. I just heard this for three of you. There are three of you where you're behind on a bill. You're going to listen to my instructions. You are behind on a bill. You are going to call on Tuesday and you are going to listen to this prayer tomorrow before you call. When you call them tomorrow, you are going to make them an offer on that bill. They're going to do for you what they don't normally do. They're going to reduce that bill predicated upon the offer that you make. If you, watch me, this is going to take some, this is going to take some boldness. If you have a bill right now, and I am talking to you. There's at least three of you right now. I need you to not have any shame. I need you to not have any pride. I need you to not have any arrogance. I am telling you what thus says the Lord, 1 Samuel 3, 19. And the Lord was with the man of God and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. If that is you, just type yes, Lord, in the comments. Because tomorrow, you're going to see victory in that area. Tomorrow, you're going to make an offer. They're going to accept your offer. Who am I talking to? Don't you dare be, a, don't you dare be, uh, uh, let pride or arrogance stop you right there. Don't you dare, because you're going you gonna to see God saying, I'm talking to somebody. You're going to see God saying, you're going to see him reduce it for you. You're going to see him change it for you. You're going to see him favor you. You're going to say, wow, I wasn't expecting that. We serve a God that honors our requests. We serve a God that honors our requests. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Okay, right? So there we go. Um, your businesses, your side hustles, your whatever you got going, they must do well in this second half. They must do well in this second half. Uh, I hear the Lord say, there's some of you, um, there's, there's some knowledge that you need. There's some, there's some information that you are missing. So I want to pray for this. I want to pray, God, whatever knowledge, whatever information that we're missing in order to maximize businesses, entrepreneurial endeavors, whatever it is that we're doing, I pray, God, that you would send that knowledge. You said in all that getting, get an understanding. So, God, we pray for wisdom. We pray for understanding. You said if anyone lacks wisdom, that's James 1, 5, let him ask you and you will give it. Now, how will you give it, God? Some of it's going to be divine download dd put that in the comments divine download there's some things we're gonna we're gonna see it in a dream wake up write it down and do it there's certain things um you'll be in the shower you'll get a divine download something will pop in your mind and you're gonna do it and it'll work for some of you the divine download is you're gonna come across the right video you're gonna come across the right piece of information for some of you you're gonna meet the right person you're going to meet person in 1 Samuel chapter 30. Can y'all just flow with me tonight? I know I'm going, but you got to go with me. For some of you, it's going to be a divine download. For some of you, like I said, it's going to be in the, it's going to be in the shower. For some of you, it's going to be you come across the right video. You come across the right information. For some of you, it's going to be like 1 Samuel 30. David came across the right person. David was trying to figure out where these marks, marks is an urban colloquialism, which means fellas that I do not enjoy, where these marks um, where did these guys come from um, that took all of our stuff at Ziklag? And the Bible says David came across the right person that had the right information, which means for some of you, you're going to meet somebody in the elevator and they're going to have the right information for you. I cannot tell you how many times 
I have met somebody and their whole assignment was to give me one piece of information. I pray that God, whether it be a divine download, whether it be a serendipitous uh, 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 discovery, or whether it be us meeting a person that's got a divine piece of information, Father, that their whole assignment is to get us this one piece of information. Whatever it is, God, I pray that whatever we need, whatever wisdom we need, James 1, 5, you said you would give it to us liberally, which means you'll use anything you need to do to get it to us. For some of you, you got to watch me as you're listening to messages. This is why we make them available on our app and our website and YouTube and Facebook. All, we don't call them sermons. I call them life-giving messages because they speak life. As you're faithful and listening to the word, you're going to get divine instructions. While you're listening to the word, something's going to pop. I can't tell you the number of times something has popped for me. Something has popped for me. I can't tell you. You ready for this? The number of phone calls I've been on where we're talking about something else. And then while we're talking about something else, one little word triggers a whole nother thought, triggers a whole nother idea, triggers a whole nother something. God's going to give us wisdom. James 1.5, type that in all caps in the comments, wisdom. And what is wisdom? Wisdom is a shortcut prayer. See, knowledge, you might be smart, which means you have knowledge, but wisdom is the appropriate application of knowledge. So, so knowledge knows the what but wisdom knows the why behind the what so i can always reproduce another what you're not just going to be smart we will be wise in this second half we will be wise in this second half earlier earlier i know uh i know i have to be in atlanta at your church come on atlanta speaking of atlanta if you're in atlanta we're going to have the dates for you for our next pop-up experiences there let me just jaywalk over there real fast text harvest to 55498 to get the information about atlanta we're in denver and soon to be atlanta and of course online Listen, I made reference earlier to uh, to Peter and they were fishing and Jesus says to them, throw your net over there. And he tells them fishermen always fished at night because it made sense. It made sense, April, for um, fishermen to fish at night, because when it's hot in the day, just think about it. Even humans, um, as the sun begins to go down, have you ever noticed how more people come outside? All right. Have you noticed that? Wave at me. Have you noticed that? Um, now, not in Denver. In Denver, people like being out at the crack of noon. But most other places, people ain't out when it's super hot. They wait until the sun begins to go down a little bit. Um, but fish, 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 fish. Look at this. Look at this praise report. I can't tell you the number of times something in one of Bishop's, Bishop's messages filled in the blanks to something I was ghostwriting. Come on here. Um, but the fish wouldn't come up during the day. So it made Fish, it made, it made sense, made fish, made sense, Julia, for fishermen to fish at nighttime, for fishermen to fish at nighttime. So Jesus waits until it's morning time and says, hey, now go throw your nets out. Go into the deep, 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 deep water. Now throw your net out. Do it at a time. Nobody else is doing it. Y'all ready for this? Say go, Bishop. I'm going to give you some revelation right here. And then we got to move to the last part of prayer. It's already 738. Because you're going to get wisdom. You're going to get divine instructions. This is what I'm talking about. God's going to have you to do stuff that don't make sense to nobody else. And it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. You ready? Katrina said, go, Bishop. Tamika said, go, Bishop. Katina said, go, Bishop. Iman said, go. All right, here we go. You know why Jesus said, go out when, um, when it's daytime? You ready? He said, because you're not going to have any competition at that time. If you don't talk back to me in these comments... See, here's the thing. If you do it when everybody else does it, you're going to have to compete with everybody else. 
God will have you do something when ain't nobody else doing it. So you don't have to compete with anybody else. Y'all better hear me today. He says, go out when no, all the other fishermen, fishermen are coming back. And when they're all coming back, Trenisha, you're going to be going out. And they're going to be looking at you like, it's crazy. Why in the world would you go out now? Because I have divine instructions. I have wisdom. I have wisdom. And this is divine. It don't make sense to you, and it doesn't have to. It's not your instruction. It's mine. It's not your instruction. It's mine. Stephanie, you got to tell them. It's not your instruction. It's mine. Kristen, you got to tell them. It's not your instruction. It's mine. So while everybody else, all the other fishermen were coming back, Chesley, all the other fishermen were coming back, Linda. So Jesus says, now that everybody else is out the water, it's your time. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I heard the Lord say, now that everybody else isn't doing it, it's time for you to do it. I don't know who that's for. Who is that? Wave at me. Wave at me. Now that everybody else is pulling back, it's time for you to launch forward. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Now that everybody else is shutting down, it's time for you to open up. You got to hear me. He says, Peter, you go out. You do it when nobody else is doing it. And you go way out there in the deep water. And when you go out there, throw your net, listen, Peter, on the right side of the boat. Throw it on the right side. Now, here's the crazy thing. It ain't like it's a big boat. Okay? So what difference does it make what side of the boat I throw it on? It wasn't about the difference. It was about the obedience to the instruction. Father, make us obedient to your word in this second half like we've never been obedient before. When you say jump, let our response be ha ha. When you say slide to the left, let us slide before we ask you anything. When you say slide to the right, let us slide to the right without asking you nothing. When you say crisscross, let us crisscross without asking you nothing. When you say everybody clap your hands, let us clap our hands without asking you nothing. Let our obedience be swift. Don't let us doubt. Don't let us second guess. Don't let us do all this back and forth. This ain't no Aaliyah song, back, back, forth, and forth. Make our obedience instant. Peter said, we've toiled all night, but nevertheless, in, watch me, at your word, at your word. I heard the Lord saying, a lot of y'all are listening for voices when you need to be looking at verses. And you better cha-cha in obedience. Come on here, Reed. You got to cha-cha in obedience. Let our obedience be immediate. The moment we read it, let us do it. The moment we hear it in a message, let us do it. Let us do it. Let us do it. Okay? It was the obedience. Jesus said, throw your net on the right side. The boat ain't that big. He ain't got no big old, uh, uh, it ain't no Carnival Cruise Liner, no Princess Cruise Liner. It's not that big. So, so what difference did it make if it was on the left or the right? The difference was, did you do what I said? I, I told you what to do. You have to do it the way I told you to do it to get the results. Father, when we follow divine instructions, we will get divine results. And in this second half, this is what we're going to get, divine results. Peter, go out there when you have no competition. Go out into the deep. And you go out into the deep, throw it to the right. I'm going to make the fish jump on the right. I'm telling you to throw it to the right because that's where I'm going to make the fish jump. I speak to fish, and I've commanded the fish to jump into the net on the right side. If you throw it at the back, they're not jumping. If you throw it at the front, they're not jumping. If you throw it at the left, they're not jumping. You must throw it to the right. 
You must throw it to the right. You must throw it to the right. Can I go deeper? Say, go, Bishop. Say, go, Bishop. Say, go, Bishop. Okay, Jesus said, go out to the deep. Now, here's the problem with the direction of the right side. Pay attention to how strategic his instructions are. Go out to the deep. They're on the right side. Now, here's the deal. If Peter turns the boat any other direction, the right changes. Y'all better talk to me in these comments. Shantavid, y'all better talk to me in these Sharon, y'all better talk to me in these comments. If Peter deviates from the instruction in any way and turns the boat, the right changes. See, if I'm going straight, okay, the right remains over here. But if I turn to the left, because I think it makes sense to turn like this, the right is now what should have been the front. No fish. If I turn to the right, because I think it makes sense to turn that way, because this is what seems smart to me, then now, watch me, the, 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 the right is now the back. No fish there. If I go forward and make an about face and turn around the other direction, now the right is the left and the left is right. No fish there. Father, I pray that we would follow instructions strategically. Stop letting us think that we need to add to what we are instructed to do. Oh, God, this is mature praying tonight. This is mature praying tonight. Stop letting us add to the instruction. Stop letting us add to the instruction. Lock obedience in us. Lock following instructions in us. Come on, I need mature people praying with me tonight. This is mature praying. Because if Peter deviates in any way, shape, form, or fashion, he goes out there, Sheena, and he says, it's not working. See, God, I did what you said, and it ain't working. No, Ninja, you did not do what I said. Don't lie on me. That is not what I said to do. I told you to push out, which means you stay straight until I tell you to stay turn. You don't get no smart ideas and start turning. You don't get no ideas and start doing different than what I said. Lock obedience in us. What does that mean, Bishop, when we pray lock it in us? This means let this be in all three parts of our humanity, God. Let it be in our soul. That's our mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Let it be in our spirit. That's our subconscious mind. Let it be in our bodies. Let us be, let an obedience, God, be locked in us. Lock it 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 in us in Jesus' name. How do I start studying the Bible? Where should I start? Go get our app. Text Harvest to 55.98. You start right there. Click on Bible app. You start right there. It's the same Bible reading plan I use, same Bible reading plan you use. Right? That's the best place to start. Lock that in us, God. Lock that in us, God. Lock that in us, God. Lock that in us. How many of you, wave at me. We got to get to Genesis 22 and then we got to go. How many of you can be honest that you sometimes add to instructions, not just divine instructions, but to human instructions you're given? You're told to do ABC and you do AB49Z. Zebra, chocolate chip ice cream. Like you do all this extra stuff. Wait a minute. Just be honest. Come on, you were bishop for me. You can be honest. Look at me. Your greatest victory is going to come in your ability to obey strictly. I'm going to say it again. Your greatest victory is going to come in your ability to obey strictly. God does not need you add nothing to nothing. 
can I say this as with much love and as direct as I can? When you add, you're going to get an Ishmael instead of an Isaac. Obey strictly. That's not what he's, that's not, as a leader of people, I've been a leader of people since I was 12 years old. And I, I know that this is the area where people struggle with because that is not what I said to do. I said do A and B. You, you brought me a zebra and, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a, uh, 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 you know, a giraffe. That is not what I asked for. That is not what I said to do. Father, let us obey strictly the instructions. When you look at me, when you add, you create Ishmael. For those of you who don't know what Ishmael is, God says that, um, to Abraham and Sarah, I'm going to give you a kid. All right. You're going to call him Isaac. I'm going to give you a kid. It's going to be you and, a and Sarah's kid. So Abraham starts getting aged. And the Bible says that uh, what he needs to reproduce a child is dead. It's not working. Okay. All right. Let's just keep it real PG. It's not working. So you know what Sarah says? Well, I'll tell you what, man, you're getting too old. So here's what we need to do. Please don't solicit over here. If you need resources or help, we got a whole resource page on our website. Go to harvardsearch.church. But if you do that again, I have to block you. And I don't want to do that, all right? Because you need the work. But don't do it again. Um, Sarah says, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give you Hagar, who's my assistant. I'm going to give you Hagar, my assistant. And, and, and you can go, y'all can sleep together and produce a child. Because God is taking too long. So let's. Let me help him out. Let's help God out. Let's help God out. Can I teach you to put this in the comments? God does not need my help. Come on, y'all. God does not need my help. God does not need our help. God does not need our help. So what happened? <clears throat> she starts adding to the instructions. So what happens? Abraham was like, cool. All right. You know, like, hey, baby, if you want me to go on and lay with the girl, I'll lay with the girl. He goes, ladies with the girl. Guess what? They produced a child. The child is Ishmael. Now it's all kind of hell going on in, in, in Abraham's house. Because Hagar looking at Sarah like, yep, he's mine. <laughs> and then Sarah's like, no, nah, he's mine. You may have had him once, but I got him all the time. They're going back and forth now. And hey, Sarah don't like the way Hagar starts acting. Because Hagar starts acting like, I got you, man. I got you, man. I got you, man. So they're going back and forth. Read your Bible. It's a whole, it's a whole lifetime movie going on. They're going back and forth. Sarah one day is like, I can't stand this trick. This is the hood version. This is the hood version. I can't stand this trick. She got to go. She got to go. And then Abraham like, where is Ishmael going to go? He got to go too. He got to go too. Her and that boy got to go. Both of them got to get up out of my house. This, this is my version. <laughs> Both of them got to get out of my house. So Abraham, listen, we celebrate Abraham as being the father of the faith. But if you actually look at his story, he actually was a little bit of a deadbeat. Because you know what Abraham does? He goes and he tells Hagar, hey, hey, listen, 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 man. Listen, I love you, uh, my son, you know, uh, Hagar, you know, I appreciate what we had. I appreciate what we had. appreciate what you did for us. But look, Sarah in here tripping. Sarah tripping. You got to go. You got to go. He puts them out. Teresita, he puts Ishmael and Hagar out. And, and Abraham asks God, God, where in the world, um, you know, where are they going to go? What are they going to do? Make a covenant with him like you're going to do with Isaac. And the Lord says, this is your doing. I ain't got nothing to do with this. He says, I will bless this child, but I am not making a covenant with this child. 
You see the descendants of Ishmael and the descendants of Isaac still at conflict today. A family fight from 5,000 years ago is still going on today. It's still going on today. Because whenever you add to God's instructions, you will produce an Ishmael that will always be at war with your Isaac. Father, don't let us produce Ishmaels in this second half. Don't let us produce bad decisions in this second half. Don't let us get into bad relationships in this second half that are Ishmael's, when there's an Isaac for us. Don't let us get into bad business deals, into bad contracts, into bad leases, into bad purchases. Don't let us get into any Ishmael's because it's going to be at war with our Isaac. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, say no Ishmael's, no Ishmael's, no Ishmael's. Ishmael will always be at war with your Isaac. They still at war today. Still at war today. Still at war today. This, this is when you make a bad business decision and you still clean it up and the business has been closed for 10 years. That's an Ishmael. This is when you make a bad relationship decision and you still getting their stuff off your credit. That's an Ishmael. Y'all better say, talk, Bishop, in these comments if I'm in the Kool-Aid. What's the flavor? Red. An Ishmael is when you make a bad financial investment and you're still trying to recoup from it. That's an Ishmael. It's an Ishmael. When you add to the instructions, you produce Ishmaels, all right? Last thing we got to do, we got eight minutes on prayer. We got to go. Do me a favor, whatever platform you're on, if you haven't shared, share. When you share, people get saved. I love you, prayer. I often say that on Sundays and Wednesdays. I don't know that I, yes, I do. I say it, I say it on prayer, but I just want to know. I love y'all. I really enjoy this time we get to pray together. Genesis 22, last part. This is uh, the part of the assignment that I got to do. God gives Abraham, speaking to Abraham, these instructions. And one of the things I heard the Lord said that we need to pray about is God's, and this is so apropos, God's continued instructions, continued instructions, continued instructions. Let me give you this real quickly. In Genesis chapter 22, I'm going to read it to you real fast. Sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Abraham, God called. He said, here I am. Take your son, your only son. Yes, Isaac. Notice how God refers to him. God doesn't even recognize his Ishmael. That's a whole revelation. Kim, God does not even recognize your Ishmael. God's like, that's your kid. That ain't got nothing to do with me. He says, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love so much. Go to the land of Moriah. Sacrifice him on the burnt, as a burnt offering on the mountains. I'm going to show you. Box verse 3. He didn't hesitate. Father, I pray that we don't hesitate when we obey. Hesitation is going to create disobedience. Do not let us hesitate. Do not let us hesitate hesitate. How many know that sometimes you hesitate? Wait a minute. In this second half, you don't have time to hesitate. You have to do it immediately. God, let there be an urgency in us. Because the Bible says the very next verse, next morning, Abraham got up early, just like God told him to do. Notice the instruction God just gave him. I want you to take the life of Isaac. You prayed for him. You produced the Ishmael. You sent Ishmael away. You got Isaac now. You got everything you prayed for. Now I need you to sacrifice him. You have to sacrifice him. Wow. You have to sacrifice him. He doesn't hesitate. He got up early, saddled his donkey, took two servants with him, along with his son Isaac. He chopped wood for a fire for a burnt offering and set out for a place that God had told him about. On the third day of the journey, Abraham looked, at, looked up and saw that place in the distance. Stay here with the donkey, Abraham told his servants. The boy and I will travel a little, uh, a little further. We will worship there, and then we will come right back. Shut your mouth. Abraham spoke that we would come back, Iman. 
we would come back, Daryl, even though God told him to sacrifice his son. In other words, in Abraham's statement was Abraham's belief. You ready? Father, let our words prophesy in this second half. We will be prosperous. We will lack nothing. We will see the hand of God move in our favor. You're missing it. He said, we will be back. Now, okay, Abraham, the Lord just told you you're about to sacrifice your son. But in Abraham's mind, somehow, some way, this thing is going to work. This thing is going to work. God, let us prophesy with our words in this second half. Whatever we want to see, let that be what we say. Whatever we want to see, let that be what we say. Come on, let's go. I got to go. I got six, four minutes. Oh, my God, let's go. Verse six, Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders while he himself carried the fire in the night. The two of them walked on together and Isaac turned to his father and said, father, he said, yes, my son. He says, we have a fire in the wood, but where's the sheep for the burnt offering? Look at verse eight. God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son. Abraham answered, and they both walked on together. In other words, Abraham says this, God, listen to this. Watch what he's saying and what he said. Watch what he's saying and what he didn't say. He's saying the Lord will provide a sheep for us, son. Here's what he's saying. I know God ain't brought me this far to let me lose it now. Who am I talking to tonight in prayer? God, we know you did not bring us this far to let it not produce something amazing now. Who am I talking to? God Abraham is like, I know he did not make me go through all of this for nothing. I know he did not let, he did not bring me this far to have to kill what I prayed to keep. He did not let me go this far to make me, I need you to release this in the comments. He didn't bring me this far for nothing. He didn't heal you of that disease for you to die of another one. He didn't bring you this far for nothing. He didn't get you out of that bad relationship for you to die in another one. He did not bring us this far for nothing. So in Abraham's statement and what he said and what he didn't say, Abraham's like, oh, I know. I said, I don't know how. I'm going to obey what I was told, but I know I'm not going to have to give you up. I know this is not going to end like this. This is not going to be my ending. He did not bring me this far for nothing. I got to finish. I got two minutes left. Verse nine, when they arrived at the place that God had told them to go, Abraham built the altar, um, arranged the wood. He tied his son, Isaac, and laid him on the altar on the top of the wood. Now, just think about the process to obey. This is painful. This has to hurt him. This has to hurt him and what he's about to sacrifice. Oh, my God. What if I told you some of the hurt you're experiencing now was simply part of the test? What if I told you some of the grief you're experiencing now is simply part of the test? Guys, if you haven't shared, I need you to share. I need you to release this in the comments, folks. It's only a test. It's only a test. It's only a test. It's only a test. It's only a test, Brian. It's only a test, Tina. It's only a test. Abraham, imagine he's got to be crying because he's putting his son on the altar and his son has got to be like, Daddy, what are you doing? I thought you loved me. What is going on? This is crazy. Oh, my God. Ah, ah, where am I at? Ah, ah, where the servants at? Like, you're going to kill me? Like, this is crazy. 
but it's only a test. What if I told you the grief you've been feeling, the anxiety you've been feeling, it's just a test. I got to finish this because it's 7.59. Verse 10, Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. Abraham replied, here I am. Don't touch the boy. Don't you hurt him in any way. Now I know that you truly, truly fear God. You have not withheld from me your son, your only son. In essence, here's what God said. Oh my God, this is going to make me shout. Now that I know that you won't withhold him, I won't withhold anything from you. Ooh, did you hear me? Now that I know that you wouldn't withhold him from me, I am not going to withhold anything from you. God, in this second half, you will not withhold any good thing from us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Verse 13. Abraham looked up. He saw a ram caught in, uh, by its horns in the thicket. So he took that ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering. And Abraham named the place Yahweh Jireh or Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. Everybody listen. Everybody listen. Everybody listen. Everybody listen. Listen, 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 listen. Listen to what the Lord says. Verse 16, this is what the Lord says, because you have obeyed me and not withheld your son, your only son. I swear by my own name, I will certainly bless you. I will multiply you beyond uh, number, like the stars in the sky and the sand in the seashore. Your descendants will conquer cities and enemies. And through you, all the descendants of every nation on the earth will be blessed, all because you have obeyed me. In essence, God says, you pass this test. And because you pass this one, Oh, I got you. I ain't withholding nothing from you. You ask me whatever you want. It's a done deal. Can you please that in the comments? We got to go. It's 801. It's a done deal. Here's what I want us to get from this in prayer. Abraham didn't hesitate. God, don't let us hesitate. God, don't let us be afraid to sacrifice. God, don't let us be afraid to do what we deem to be difficult. Don't let us be afraid to do what we deem to be something that is too difficult to do. And when we act in obedience, and follow the continued instructions. Instruction one was sacrificing. Instruction two was don't. Which means even you will give seemingly competing directives to make sure that we follow them in order. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow. Who did this bless tonight, this last hour and two minutes? If you were blessed by prayer tonight, just say thank you, Jesus. Last two things I want to do very quickly. Prayer bless you tonight. I want to challenge you to sow, as I always do. We're givers around here. Faithful givers always flourish. I'm going to challenge you to sow. Uh, and here's going to be our seed tonight. Here's going to be our seed tonight. We're going to do this from 1 Samuel 30 uh, with David and Ziklag. 30 is going to be our seed tonight. 30 is going to be our seed tonight. 30 is going to be our seed tonight. We're going to call this our divine instruction seed. Even what we just looked at tonight with Abraham, it was divine instructions. It was divine instructions. In 1 Samuel 30, God gave David divine instructions. That's the theme underlying everything we've covered in prayer tonight. Divine instructions. The divine instructions have to be followed with divine obedience. All right. That's our seat tonight. So if I don't have 30, get as close as you can. So that if you want to sell more than that, sell more. If you want to do $50.30, if you want to do 300, if you want to do 3,000, 30,000, whatever, just make sure there's a three and a zero and whatever you sow tonight and call that seed divine instructions. How can you do it? 
You can use the cash app. It's dollar sign, Bishop Formal with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Give it a five. That's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. Okay? I'll give it to you one more time. The cash app is dollar sign, Bishop Formal with the number two. The PayPal, um, Venmo, Zelle, or Give it a five. It's hello at harvestchurch.church. Last thing I want to do tonight, if you're on here tonight and you're not a Christian or you need to recommit yourself to the Lord or you need to be sure tonight, is your night. You're not on prayer by accident tonight. This has been a divine appointment because God gave you divine instruction to get on a live on a Monday night and you stay here for an hour in the middle of prayer. That's because God came to get you tonight. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure they're already responding. Do that hand with the emoji or say it's me wherever you're at. I see one already over here on Instagram. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, do it, do it quickly. Respond, respond now. Do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. If you're already saved, you're already a Christian, what do I need from you right now? I don't need you to get up alive. I need you praying right now because I need you praying that scales fall off of eyes, eyes, scales fall off of ears, that nothing stop people from responding. There's three. Right there, nothing stop people from hearing the word of God. Nothing impede, there's four, people from coming to the Lord tonight. Wherever you are at, there's five. Do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. Wherever you are at, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I see you, Brian. Thank you for praying. Wherever you're at, wherever you're at. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Liz. I see you praying. Thank you, Sharon. I see you praying. Wherever you're at, that's five that have already come. There's six. I see you, Rose. Wherever you're at, do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. I'm going to give you a few more seconds. Don't. There's uh, seven, right? I'm six. There's seven. Wherever you're at, wherever you are at, wherever you're at, do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. All right? Don't, don't say I'll do it next time. There's eight. The Bible says that tomorrow's not promised. Life is like a vapor. Tomorrow's not promised. You may not have until tomorrow. So wherever you are at, wherever you are at, Wherever you are at, I'm proud of them. There's nine. Wherever you are at, do that hand with your emoji or say it's me. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Don't wait until tomorrow. It's not promised. Thank you, Christ. I see you praying. I need your prayers. This is when I need you the most prayer. All right. You think the enemy wants to see people coming to the Lord? You think the enemy wants to see people giving their lives to Jesus on social media? Come on. You think he wants that? Bible calls him the prince of the power of the air. So when we pray, we shut that down. There's 10. When we pray, we shut that down. Wherever you are at, do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. I'm going to give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two. Wherever you're at, and we're going to lead you. I'm going to lead you in a prayer, and then we're done. One. There's at least two more of you that are supposed to respond. I know what I just heard. There's at least two more of you that are supposed to respond. You can respond while I'm praying, but don't let this prayer end. Don't let this prayer end. Don't let this prayer end before you respond. Do that. There's one. There's at least one more. That's, uh, uh, or is that, 11? I, I, I lose my count sometimes. Thank y'all. There's at least one more. There's at least one more. There's at least one more. All right? You need to respond. Don't let this end before you respond. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Okay, 12. Thank you. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord, and my savior, there's the other, there's another, that's 14. Give me the grace, 15, to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Listen, if you pray that simple prayer, Christianity is simple. Religion is man's ineffective attempt to reach God. Christianity is God's very effective attempt to reach you. Look at what he did. He came and got you tonight on social media. He came and got you tonight on apps and websites because you mean that much to him. So tonight, what I need you to do is text Harvest to 55498. It's at the bottom of the screen into the option for salvation. Why? Because we want to send you a message right away called What Next? That's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Your lifestyle and not just a hobby. All right. So I want you to text Harvest to 55498. It's pinned to all the platforms at the bottom of the screen there. And when you do that, we're going to shoot you that message. All right. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. I'll see you tomorrow for the pop up. Mister, what time are you going live for the pop up? You got to get the app. How do you get the app? Everything is right through that text number. For my international family, I, I've been told that we're getting messages um, from a lot of our international family. You can't send the text. Here's what you do. You just go directly to the website. If you gave your life to Jesus, you tap on the Jesus icon, Jesus button, and it'll give you the instructions. Uh, for you to get connected, you just go right to the website, into your email, and you'll be able to get connected. But we got you covered, all right? Well, no matter where you are across America and around the world, we got you covered. If you didn't get your divine instruction seed in the ground, let's get that in the ground. I'm getting ready to uh, sow mine right afterwards. Um, I would do it right now, but I'll lose my comments, so I don't want to do that. I always sow. Just so you all know, every seed I tell you to sow, I always sow because not only did I pour into you, but God is also speaking to me as I'm pouring into you. And I believe in the power of song. So I'm going to push you to do that. 30 is our seed. You can do more than that or you can put a 30 in it. Maybe you want to do $50 and 30 cents or $30, whatever. Just put those numbers in it because you're attaching your seed to specific scripture. You're going to get divine instructions. I love you guys. I'll see y'all tomorrow for the pop up. Love you. Share this when we get off of prayer. This was good tonight. Prayer is always good. I love it. But this was extra good to me. I love you guys. Shalom. Bye-bye, TikTok. Love you. Love you guys over there, YouTube, and LinkedIn, and everybody over there. Let's see. Let's see what happened today. So we had 595 viewers over there on TikTok. Thank God for that. 8,200 likes. Thank God for that. That's awesome. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. All right. Love y'all. Shalom. And IG. Y'all know I love y'all. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.